Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash Radio Detectives. I do want to encourage you to check out my wife's business, Ashira Eclipse. Go to lilarose.biz. That's L-I-L-L-A-R-O-S-E dot biz slash Ashira. A-S-H-I-R-A. My wife sells a wide variety of hair clips, hairpins, and headbands. And there are so many different designs that they can fit a wide variety of different women. And it's also got different sizes to fit uh, different hair lengths. And with uh, Christmas coming up, these are make great uh, stocking stuffers. Check them out at Lila Rose. L-I-L-L-A rose dot biz slash Ashira. Now it's time for today's episode of Mystery is My Hobby, Blue Jay Dude Ranch. Mystery is my hobby. place last summer. Inspector Noah Danton and I had gone to Wyoming to spend a few days at a dude ranch called the Blue Jay. The ranch was operated by Mike Johnson and his two daughters, Sue and Ruth. There were about 20 guests, and all of us were looking forward to a rodeo, which was to be held within a week. All of us, that is, except Sue Johnson. Ruth! Ruth! Over here! Oh, oh, it's Sue. Yes, yes, But I, you, well... Yes, I, I mean... Look here, Sue. What do you mean by that crack? Wait a minute till I dismount and I'll tell you. Not sure that I want you to. You're going to hear it whether you want to or not, Len. I have the right to say it, you know. What do you mean, you have the right to say it? Because a month ago you asked me to marry you. And I accept Now, just a minute, Sue. Oh, I know. I know you're a man, and this is a free country. You have a right to marry whom you please. I can spare you the trouble of repeating all the customary cliches, then. Aren't you being a little silly, Sue? Yes, I, I suppose I am. Women in love are always silly. You don't mean that... That I still love you? That I haven't changed despite your treachery? Despite your fickleness and weakness? Does it flatter your vanity to know that I still love you, Dan? No. Sue, why don't you be fair about this? Fair? <laughs> fair? Oh, Len. I'm sorry it happened, Sue. I didn't know it was going to happen. Didn't know. There it is again. A man's prerogative. The rights of the male species. Oh, stop it. Stop it. It bores you, doesn't it, Len? Len, listen to me. You have the right to change your mind if you want. But you haven't the right to break my heart. Oh? And I'm not going to let you. For the first time in my life, I'm not going to stand by and let my sister... Have her way. I don't get it. You will in a minute. A month ago, when you fell in love with me, Ruth was away on a trip east. You'd never seen her. Now you're arguing on my side. I'm not arguing at all. I'm trying to tell you what it's been like to have a beautiful sister. A sister without scruples or a sense of honor. 
You're envious. Of course I am. Envious and bitter. All my life I've had to stand by and watch the beautiful, glamorous Ruth receive all the attention, take all the credit, accept all the homage from boys that we knew. And this happened before? Yes. Ruth could never stand it to see me achieving any popularity. Oh, so that's it. That's it, Lynn. Ruth would flirt with my boyfriends just to amuse herself because of the sense of power it gave her. And they always fell for her? Always. Even as you did. Lynn, only with you there was a difference. A difference? I fell in love with you, Lynn. The others didn't matter. Oh, you'll get over it. How easily you say that. You'll get over it. Oh, Lynn. Lynn, what a fool you are. You said that before. Now, look, why don't you gallop back to the ranch and ride in the rodeo and make yourself a champion? That's it. Ride in the rodeo. Make yourself a champion. Hurry for it. Hurry for the girl rodeo rider of the West. Now, don't go dramatic on me. Riding a bucking bronco, rope galloping horses, listen to the cheers of the crowd, smile and bow and wave, and all the time knowing that the man I love is in the arms of my sister. Oh, my. Oh, for heaven's sake. That's what I've had to do all my life. Well, this time someone else is going to suffer. Oh, put away that gun! This time my dear, dear sister is going to suffer. You know why, Lynn? Because for the first time in her life, she's fallen in love with you. <laughs> with you, Lynn. And I'm going to kill you so she'll know what it is to suffer. I'm going to kill you. Enjoying yourself, Mr. Drake? I certainly am, Miss Johnson. I had no idea that a rodeo could be so exciting. You'd better call me Ruth. You'll be considered rather unwestern if you don't. Yes, I should have remembered Ruth. How about you, Inspector Danton? Huh? And me? Oh, I'm having a swell time. How about uh, entering one of the contests, Inspector? Yeah, that's a good idea. Paddle me up a bronco. Hand me my boots. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you wouldn't do so badly at that. By George, look at that horse. White star. He's acting unusually frisky today. Name for the white marking on his forehead, eh? Yes, it's the horse that Sue's going to ride in the women's final. You mean your sister's going to try and tame that brute? Try and tame it? White star doesn't frighten Sue. There's no horse in Wyoming that she couldn't ride, with the possible exception of black satin. Black satin? Black satin is a wild horse that Mel Kirby and some of his boys at the Pitchfork Ranch captured a year ago. I see. He's never been ridden. That's for me. I've never been on a horse. This black satin has never been ridden. Oh, we Inspector, are... that one's got whiskers. Oh, you've heard it? Yes. Oh, here comes your father, Ruth. He looks worried. Hello, folks. This is Ruth worse, too. She's scheduled for the next event. Oh, I don't know, Dad. Isn't she here? No, unless she turns up pretty quick. Look, isn't that Sue riding up to the starting chute now? Oh, yeah, that's her. Hey, Sue, where the dickens have you been? By the looks of her horse, she's been doing some tough riding. Yeah, there's young Rogers. He looks kind of petered out, too. Len Rogers. Well, it can't be. Anything wrong, Miss Johnson? No, only I... What's he saying to you? Well, whatever it is, she didn't get it. Look, she's climbing up out of the starting chute. Well, Roger seems to have given up trying to make Sue listen. He's heading this way. Yes, I wonder if anything's happened. Were you expecting something to happen? Ruth, I've got to see you right away. What is it, Len? What's wrong? I told you... Never mind that. Walk down to the corrals with me. Not now, Len. Sue's just about to... Listen. Well, come along, Ruth. This is important. No, Len. I want to walk through. If you don't come, you'll regret it. Hey, look at it. Look at that. She goes. By Jones, what a ride. Oh. Look at that horse. Oh, that animal's a demon. There's something wrong. 
Hey, he's gone. He's coming here. I'm all through. It's a terrific fall. Hey, the horse is coming back. Rearing up at his hind legs. Stop him. Stop him. Stop him. Don't look, Miss Dawson. This way, Miss Johnson. Pardon me, please. There's your father, Miss Johnson. Dad. Dad, is he... There, there, honey, there now. Dad, tell me. What, what's up? Is he dead? Yes, Ruth. Your, your sister's dead. White Star went completely wild and trampled on her before we could get there. I can't understand it. You can't go yelling murder just because you happen to dislike this guy, Roger. I'm not yelling, Inspector. And if I were, it would not be provoked by my personal feelings for Len Rogers. Okay, okay. But you just said that in your opinion, Sue Johnson was murdered. And I still say it. Sue Johnson was murdered. Why, for crying out loud? Look, she got tossed off a horse. It happens every day out here. It was just her tough luck. Luck had nothing to do with it, Inspector. It was cold-blooded, premeditated murder. Well, I'll be... Now, look, will you give me one reason for making that statement? Yes, I'll give you a half-dozen, Inspector. Mike Johnson, Sue's father, was too proud and fond of Sue to allow her to attempt riding a horse that he knew she couldn't handle. Maybe he thought she could. That, Inspector, is the very basis of my theory. Mike thought she could. Ruth thought she could. All the Blue Jay cowboys thought she could. Why didn't she? Okay, I give up. Why didn't she? I wish I knew the answer, Inspector. Look, Bart, let me tell you something. Yeah? On this one, you're sticking your chin out. Oh? And you haven't got a thing to go on. There was an accident. It happened before our eyes. The guy you think was responsible was standing right beside us. You're completely right, Inspector. Sure I am. The real murderer is that doggone horse, White Star. By the way, has anyone seen White Star since he jumped the fence and ran away after trampling Mr. Johnson to death? Sure they have. That guy Len Rogers picked him up yesterday near the Pitchfork Ranch. What? I said White Star was picked up yesterday near the Pitchfork Ranch. By Jove, Inspector. Now, wait a minute. You're not going to tell me that Rogers put a thorn or something under White Star's saddle to make him act up? No, no, Inspector. That explanation is as old as the West and as false as a mirage. Then what are you going to tell me? I'm going to tell you, Inspector, that now I know positively that Sue Johnson was murdered. And I know who murdered her. <laughs> anything to harm either of my girls, I'd... 
I'd kill them. I know how you feel, and I don't blame you. I've always tried to be fair and honest, Mr. Drake, and if anyone's responsible for Sue's death, it's me letting her ride White Star. And that thought will haunt you for the rest of your life. Uh, I guess it will. Uh, I guess that's my punishment for thinking she could handle White Star. Mike, that kind of thinking is bad. It's unhealthy to hold such an attitude. I can't help it, Mr. Drake. It was my fault. It wasn't your fault. I can prove it, Mike. I'd stake my reputation on it. You can prove that Sue was murdered? Yes. All I want is permission to search the cabin of one of your guests. Oh, I can't do that, Mr. Drake. Supposing someone found no out... No one's going to find out. The ranch is deserted now. It'll only take me a few minutes. Oh, it's no use, Mr. Drake. I just can't. Dad, I think you'd better let Mr. Drake make a speech. What? Ruth, you were... Yes, Dad, I've been outside listening. Mr. Drake, the man whom you think murdered my sister is Len Rogers, isn't he? Well, uh... Isn't it? Yes, it is. Now, now, wait a minute, Ruth. Uh, Mr. Drake hasn't any proof. We all saw it happen. Maybe none of us like Rogers, but he's our guest. Dad, there's something you ought to know. Len Rogers is in love with me. In love with you? I thought he Sue was, was in love with Sue, and she with him. Until I came home. Oh, I see. The same thing happened that used to happen when you were kids. Don't huh? blame me, Dad. I didn't know. I had no idea how Sue felt about me until yesterday. Yesterday? Sue came to me yesterday and poured out the whole story. Oh, it was terrible. You mean she blamed you? She had a right to, Dad. I oh. I suddenly realized what a blind, selfish sister I'd been. I decided to make up in part for what I'd done to Sue by talking to Len. And did you? Yes, but he wouldn't listen to me. He said he'd kill Sue before he'd let her come between us. Why is that? I was did... frightened for Sue. When Len asked me to meet him at Skull Rock, I agreed. But why didn't you come to me? Why didn't you... I thought I could handle Len myself. He loved me. But I never got the chance. Well, Mr. Drake, it kind of looks as though I didn't have a sense enough to see some things. Well, what do you want me to do? Nothing. Except to keep quiet about this and let me conduct my investigation. I guarantee to have the evidence that will convict Len Rogers not later than tomorrow night. <laughs> Rogers' cabin here, Inspector. Yeah, number 20. Got a key in everything, eh? Yeah. Mike gave it to me. Well, let's look around. Okay. But what are we looking for? I don't know, Inspector. Well, that's the help. How will I know if I find it? I'll tell you. Oh, you'll tell me. But it's a lucky thing I know that you're not crazy. Hmm, isn't it, though? Well, there's nothing under the bed. I don't think we'll find what we're looking for under the bed, Inspector. What do you mean, uh? I found it. Found what? The pair of gloves. Look, Inspector. Yeah, I'm looking. It's a pair of gloves, all right. A very unusual pair of gloves, Inspector. That's so? What's unusual about them? They're kind of stained and dirty, but... Inspector, that's the very thing that's going to send Len Rogers to the gallows. Yes, Inspector. Can't we go home now? Come on, Inspector. You know you're enjoying yourself. This is the sport of kings. Yeah, but I'm not a king. Hey. Hey. What's the matter with this doggone nag? Nothing, Inspector. 
He just shied a little to avoid that rattler. A rattler? Come from Judas. I was just thinking of walking for a while. I wouldn't, Inspector. We're a long way from the ranch. Yeah, which reminds me. Let's start back. All right, Inspector. Lead the way. Sure. <laughs> uh, which way is it? I haven't the remotest idea, Inspector. Haven't the remotest? Do you mean we're lost? Unless you know the way home we are. Oh, doggone it. Now, Bart, you're not kidding me. You're up to something. Up to something? Yeah. Here we are trying to solve a murder, and you insist on taking a horseback ride. Well. You won't tell me where we're going, and then come to find out we don't go anywhere. So? So then you tell me we're lost. It doesn't make sense. (laughs) All right. I see what you mean, Inspector. And I'm going to break down and confess. Good. Which way is home? Oh, no, no. That isn't what I'm going to confess, Inspector. Oh. I'm going to confess that I am up to something, as you put it. Now, don't tell me that you've got proof that Rogers murdered Sue Johnson. Exactly, Inspector. Huh? That's why I insisted on this horseback trip. <laughs> Come in, Lynn. I want to talk to you. Darling, why haven't you let me see you before now? Oh, Lynn, no. No, I don't want you to kiss me. Are you forgetting? Oh, I know, darling. What happened to Sue was a terrible thing. I know how you must feel. Are you sure you know, Lynn? Of course. But, Ruth, it can't change us. We're alive and young. Life's ahead of us. We can't go on grieving forever. That's right, Lynn. We can't. Of course not. Let me hold you close, darling. Lynn. What? what? wrong. Len, Sue and I had a talk before she left for Skull Rock. Oh? She told me that she was in love with you, Len. Nonsense. She was only a child. How could she? She also told me that you were in love with her. That's ridiculous. Of course I wasn't. She said that you asked her to marry you. And she accepted you. Why, the little... She made that up. She was jealous. Perhaps. I believed her, Len. You believed her? Yes. I think you did make love to her. I think you tired of her. When I came home, you decided to do the, the same thing for me. Ruth. I believed you, Len. I fell quite madly in love with you. And you love me now. You're going to marry me. No, I'm not, Len. All the love I had for you was dead. I hate you for what you did to see. Talking like that, Ruth. Stop it. You don't mean it. You can't. You are in love with me. I'm not. Take your hands you off me, Len You can't like this. You can't. I... I don't want to live unless... Let me go. No, no, you're mine. I'll never let you go. You... All right, Rogers, relax. Denton, Drake, what the devil? Johnson, your father's waiting for you down at the corral. Will you hurry along, please? Down at the corral? Mr. I... Johnson will explain everything. Inspector, will you uh, go with us? Sure, but... I'd like to talk to Rogers here a few minutes, alone. Say, what is this? You know in a minute, Rogers. Well, Inspector? Yeah, sure, sure. Come on, Ruth. You uh, need me, Bart, just yell. I will, Inspector. Well, Rogers. What do you mean, well, Rogers? What kind of a gag is this? Oh, it isn't a gag, Rogers. I merely wanted to give you an opportunity to confess to the murder of Sue Johnson. Confess to a murder? Are you crazy? I don't think so. But I'm sure you must have been to think you could get away with murder. What happened up at Skull Rock, Rogers? Oh, so you know about that. Yes, and I know about a lot of other things, too. All right, Drake. You're so smart. Here it is. Sue was in love with me. She was jealous of her sister, Ruth. Who also is in love with you, I suppose? Any of your business? Yes. I see. 
You're quite a boy with the woman, aren't you, Rogers? Listen, who do you think you're talking to? I'm talking to you, Rogers. I'm saying that you're responsible for Sue Johnson's death. I'm... Re- <laughs> now, there's one for the book. Sue was foolish enough to try riding a horse that was too much for her. She got thrown and killed. And I'm responsible for her death. Drake, you killed me. You're pretty sure of yourself, aren't you? Sure I am. Mm-hmm. Are you sure enough to tell me about the incident at Skull Rock? Why not? Sue drew a gun on me. She threatened to kill me. But you talked her out of it. No, I didn't talk her out of it. I knocked her out of it with my fist. Anybody would have done the same. Would they? And when Sue came to, she leaped on her horse, got up to the rodeo in time to enter the contest? Yeah. That's it, Drake. You're smart. Thanks. And you uh, followed her? Yeah. Look, are you trying to pin a murder rap on me because I knocked her out in order to save my own life? She was certainly in no condition to ride in that contest. Oh, so that's it. Listen, Drake, that business about Sue being a great horsewoman, that was a lot of fowler oh? It was a buildup. White Star was nothing. Anybody could have ridden that crow bait. Sue's condition had nothing. Could you? Could I what? Ride White Star. Are you kidding? I could ride that nag blindfolded. Fine. You're going to get a chance to prove it. What do you mean I'm going to get my chance? I mean that White Star is out in the corral now, saddled and waiting. If you can stick on his back for 30 seconds... I'll apologize for having accused you of murdering Sue Johnson. Well, Drake, you've rounded up quite an audience. Yes, his father and sister, Inspector Danton and the Blue Jay Cowboys, do you mind? Not at all. The bigger the audience, the more people will see what a sucker you are. Mr. Drake, I, I don't know as I approve of Forget this. it, Mike. This wise guy's got to be shown he isn't as smart as he thinks. Well, Ruth, I see you want to be convinced, too. I... I'm sorry it turned out this way, Lonnie. Yeah, I'll bet. Danton, what have you got to say? Me? Nothing. All I want is to see you ride that horse. Okay, you suckers. I'll show you. Where is the beast? Right over there, Rogers. Waiting for him. Let me at him. I don't know what this is going to prove, but you're on a bunch of jokes. I'd like to know what you're trying to prove, Mr. Drake. Uh, A man as good as Rogers can handle White Star easy. We'll know about that in a minute, Mike. Well, Rogers is over at the corral now. Why doesn't he do his stuff? He's opened the gate. Now he's closing it again. Something's wrong. Look at the way White Star's acting. Rogers is sure getting out of there fast. Wonder what the trouble is. Go ahead, Rogers. Climb aboard. The guy isn't going to climb aboard anything. What in the world? Lynn is looking back at us. Gosh, now I know. Rogers! Look out! He's got a gun duck, You sure had this deal set up in good shape, facing those cowboys there. Thank you, Inspector. Well, folks, let's go over there and hear Roger's excuse for refusing to ride White Star. 
Keep your hands off of me. Take it easy, Well, Roger, you seem to have boasted a bit too soon. Right, you rat. You framed me. That horse isn't White Star. No, it isn't. It's Black Satin. Black Satin. And you framed too, didn't you, Roger? You substituted Black Satin for White Star after first painting a star on the former's forehead so they'd look exactly alike. That's a lie. You can't prove it. Oh, yes, I can. I have the gloves you wore when you applied the paint. I have the piece of rag you used to remove the paint after you picked Black Satin up near Pitchfork Ranch. Hey, that's it. That's why you got us lost, wasn't it? That's right, Inspector. I wanted to know if these western horses would actually return to their home ranches if given their heads. Well, I'll be... And Rogers was the only one who knew that it was Black Satin who jumped the fence and ran away on the day of the rodeo. Right. So, therefore, he was the only one who knew that Black Satin would return to the Pitchfork Ranch and not to the Blue Jay. Inspector, a couple of hours and we'll be back in New York. Yeah. Me, I can take New York any day compared to a dude ranch. <laughs> Say, uh, Bud. Hmm? Oh, yes, Mr. Uh, that girl, Ruth Johnson, uh, she turned out all right, didn't she? I'm glad you think so, Inspector. I'll tell her. You'll tell her? Yes, when I return to the Blue Jay. When you return to the Blue Jay? Yes. Are you going back there? Oh, yes. What for? Well, the answer to that's obvious, Inspector. I'm going back because Ruth still thinks that mystery is my hobby. Welcome back. I often hear it pronounced Rodeo, but, you know, around where I live, uh, people, I've never heard it pronounced Rodeo. I've always heard it as Rodeo. Uh, though maybe I shouldn't get into this, given the whole uh, Shamus Seamus thing. You definitely knew that the killer was, if he wasn't a killer, he was just a really bad person. When he said to the woman whose sister just died, we can't on, go on mourning forever. That's the type of thing that, you know, might be an appropriate point to make, you know, several months, maybe a year or so after uh, Sister's death. Sister is not even buried yet. I'm a little bit dubious about the murder method in here because uh, it seems a bit ridiculous that you've got this wild horse who apparently is tame enough for him to do all of this stuff with planning the murder and not tame enough to ride. That's not typically how wild horses work. And I'm no... I'm no expert in the subject, but I, I think, you know, if I went out and started trying to mess around with a wild horse, I would get injured, you know, trying to paint marks on and all of that. It would not end well. Now we turn to uh, listener comments and feedback. Diane uh, writes... I really like Mystery is My Hobby, but my overall favorite is yours truly, Johnny Dollar with Bob Bailey. Keep up the great work. Well, thanks so much, Diane. And we are going to get back to uh, Bob Bailey in uh, about a couple of years. Uh, thanks so much for the comment. Now it's time to thank our Patreon supporter of the day. 
Thank you so much to Clifton. Clifton's been one of our Patreon supporters since April 2017, currently supporting us at the Shamus level of $4 or more per month. Thanks so much for your support, Clifton. And that will do it for now. Join us back here tomorrow for yours truly, Johnny Dollar. And then next Tuesday, we're going to get into O'Hara. And next Thursday, we'll be back with another episode of Mystery is My Hobby. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Radio Detectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.